0: masterclass on 25 reasons people lose good jobs and clients and how to keep yours 25 reasons people lose good jobs and clients and how to keep yours and let's always remember to always share the link of the services right so if you have a device connected to the internet you might want to do that in the next few seconds right um let's do that very quickly praise the lord i think the link should be on the community group so let's just do that let's just share it you can share it on your whatsapp status if you have a group Uh, you can do that let's just get the word out in isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 to 3 which is our anchor scripture for this series the bible says arise shine for your light is come and the glory of the lord is risen upon you It says for behold the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people he says but the lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen upon you and the gentiles will come to your light and kings even to the brightness of your rising and we've emphasized this in the last couple of weeks that this is a prophetic word from god you see and when god says something you need to realize that um there are certain things god says that can be changed and there are certain things he says that no matter how much you pray it can be changed all you need to do is to position yourself right to ensure you as it were you know you are in a place of advantage when that prophecy is going to come to pass for instance the prophecy of the second coming of christ (laughs) there is no amount of prayer you can pray you know sometimes i hear people humorously say things that jesus should not come now let me marry first (laughs) you see there is nothing like that Uh, the prophecy was given before Jesus came you see that um, it was gonna come the Messiah was gonna come and it happened and so if the prophecy that was going to come happened the prophecy that is coming again right is also going to happen and in the same way here the Bible says that darkness shall cover the earth and grog darkness the people it says but the Lord will arise upon you and His glory it will be seen upon you so it simply means there is a time right that the Bible says already to us that darkness will cover the earth that is the government of the world darkness represents ignorance it represents confusion so the bible already tells us right that a time is going to come where people are going to be in a state of confusion where the world government will be clueless you see we've seen that happen in the last couple of years but it's going to even you know happen uh, uh the more even as the years unfold you know one of the projections now is that by the next year um the fuel subsidy is going to be removed and it's not only a nigerian thing you see it's it's happening in most countries you see so it's already a prophecy so when you see some of those things happen uh you should not be perturbed, as it were you should not even feel ah what what is that you see, that's why you see in this last days, it's, it's not a function of the most important uh, like my pastor will say the safest place to be is in the center of god's will that's the safest place to be that's the safest place to be because the bible did not say and darkness shall cover nigeria it is darkness shall cover africa it says darkness shall cover the earth it simply means there is no nation on the earth that will be exempted from this darkness it says but for you as a covenant people it says that the lord will arise upon you and his glory will be seen upon you what that simply means is that the world may be experiencing one thing but you can have a different experience and we've seen that happen before so it should not be news to us because the bible tells us that uh, the children of israel right when they were in egypt everything that happened to the Egyptian, every of those plagues they never experienced any. They never saw it they only heard of it and that's why i pray for somebody this morning that no matter how bad it get out there you will only hear of it you will not experience it in the name of jesus the bible says the time came that the children the, the egyptians they experienced darkness the bible says that kind of darkness could be felt can you imagine that you could literally touch the darkness that nobody could stand up from where they were because even two inches before you you never knew what was before you know no matter how dark it gets in the night you can still see even if it's just few inches right but the bible says this darkness was so gross that nobody stood up from where they were for days maybe for two days or maybe 24 hours or whatever, whatever. i can't remember the specific duration the bible says that darkness was so strong you see the bible says there was also a time that uh, you know when the angel of death moved through the land and every firstborn died firstborn animal firstborn of every human being the bible says there was so much weeping but in the camp of the Israelites, the bible says even a dog did not back even the animal kingdom you see in the you know midst of the children of israel they experienced so much peace and tranquility that even a dog did not back The difference was that wide and that's why in the coming year as we round up this year 2021 every one of us we must have it at the back of our mind that no matter how bad things get that no matter how bad things are going to get in the coming year i'm not saying that as a prophet of doom i'm just saying it from a prophetic insight you see your experience should be different your experience should be different that's why the bible says that we must never take light of the covenant never you say ignore the covenant the covenant is your safest place being a covenant person is your sure guarantee right of exemption Job 22 verse 29, the Bible says when men are cast down, you shall say there is a lifting up, there is a lifting up, so what you say in this season matters a lot, I we said that there are a couple of steps or things that when people, you know, ignore it makes them lose good jobs and clients, even in the marketplace number one, we said it's lack of clarity number two, we said it's the absence of a blueprint, number three, we said people lose good jobs and clients because the marketplace or the organization has outgrown their usefulness, and Relevance and I emphasize right, and I think it needs that I say it again that there is no permanent state of relevance. There is no permanent state of relevance. That's why you see so many ex this and ex that, so many ex directors, ex CEOs, ex rich men. They were rich because at a point in business, the marketplace needed what they were selling, but a point came, you see. And that's why the uh, Bible, you see, we are called human beings, not human beings human beings it simply means you should consistently evolve you can become something else that's why i've always told us success is not what you pursue it is what you attract as a result of who you have become and you see who you become should always evolve you should not be in 2022 who you were in 2020 am i making sense this morning He said you should consistently evolve. So never let the marketplace or your organization outgrow your usefulness and relevance. The fact that you were useful this year does not mean you'll be useful next year. Number four, people stop growing. That's why they lose out on the marketplace. That's why they lose good jobs and clients. Their clients out- outgrows them, right? Their business outgrows them. Their employer outgrows their relevance. Number five, people lack focus. They lack focus. They pursue every other thing except what matters. Number six, because people lack a art of service. You are in the marketplace to serve. You are there to serve your boss. You are there to serve your supervisor. You are there to serve your clients. You are there to serve. Forget that to your own peril somebody hearing what i'm saying you see your goal is not to make money as it were in the marketplace your goal is to serve when you serve money will come to you that's why the bible says goodness and mercy shall follow you not that you will be running after goodness and mercy goodness and mercy should follow you if you do what is right and anything that falls under the bracket of goodness will come to you you don't have to run after these things you don't have to you don't have to you see sometimes i'm amazed at how i see people running after things can simply attract them if they are rightly positioned. Praise the Lord. Number seven people are passive. They are passive. They have no sense of urgency. In the second service, I'm going to be talking more about that. No sense of urgency. No bias for action. Number eight, they have a negative and toxic attitude to work and the marketplace. A negative and toxic attitude. Monkey, they walk. Baboon, they chop. You know, that's the mindset of some employees when they see their boss. The monkey they walk bubble they chop you have to see. let me tell you this what you think you know about the success of an enterprise what you think you know you really do not know the only person that can really tell you what goes into the success of any enterprise or any organization is the person at the helm of affairs you really do not know you really do not know <laughs> you only know what you see you have no idea of the sweat equity in fact, there's something I, 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 I came up with lately. You have no idea of the pain equity. There is a pain every leader goes through that cannot be shared. No matter how close we are to the leader, you cannot experience it. You see, you can only try to understand, you cannot understand. Maniki says this morning a negative toxic attitude will make you lose good jobs and clients toxic attitude with your clients toxic attitude with your boss number nine their why is not strong or clear enough that is their motive for doing what they are doing number 10 they downplay on excellence they don't prioritize excellence they don't prioritize excellence number 11 they respond negatively to feedback number 12 they cannot be trusted they cannot be trusted they cannot be trusted i think where we ended last week sunday right number one did we stop last week sunday Number 14, okay? Number 13, they are not blowing their trumpet. They are not blowing their trumpet. Number 14, they have not accepted personal responsibility for their outcomes in the marketplace. So, did I explain number 14 or did I just mention it? Huh? I explained it. Alright. So, number 15, they they are not deliberate about their perception. 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 You see, I want to ask us this morning how do you want to be seen in the marketplace because how you are seen determines what you attract how you are seen determines the, the kind of jobs that comes to you and you see perception is first within and then without people cannot perceive you beyond that you perceive yourself oftentimes people want uh, to be seen in the marketplace as a professional as someone who is competent who is good at what they do you see but they themselves don't perceive themselves that way but how you see yourself is how we see you we cannot see you beyond how you see yourself because how you see yourself reflects in all that you do it reflects in the words you say it reflects in your body language it reflects in your courage it reflects in your walk it reflects in your tone right your tone of words it reflects it just reflects you may not know what every other person knows every other person knows so people lose good jobs to the number 15 because they are not deliberate about their perception and you see your perception that is how people see you is your responsibility is your responsibility and you have to be conscious about it it's not something you can just leave to a chance bad people say things that I, I don't care what people think about me you should in life and the marketplace you should you've read about how jesus asked his disciples who do men say that i the son of man ham even jesus was concerned about how people saw him because if people don't see you right they will not receive rights you see if people don't believe you can deliver on something no matter how much you pray and fast they will not entrust you with that kind of a contract if they perceive you as somebody that, you know, does not have the capacity to undo multi millions, they will only be giving you singular million, deal. <laughs> you know. They say, I don't know this one. Let's see keep it at the level of five, six, you know. Ah, 250 million. No, 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 no. You can't do it. You may run mad. You may be able to handle it, but they can't perceive you as somebody like that. Because even the last time 100,000 Ara alert at your phone, the way you did backflip and somersault, ah. <laughs> Even that to enjoy somebody like this with hundreds <laughs> he should finish his destiny right now. <laughs> so let's let's prolong his life. Even if those say, Ah, this one, if we we'll give him now, uh, he may not live long. Let's just prolong his life. <laughs> so they are not deliberate. How do you want to be seen in the marketplace? Do you want to be seen as the guy that gets things done, or the guy that always finds a way to dodge responsibility? You know, that's what some people are known for in their workplace they are experts at judging responsibility they are experts at reminding the boss what their job description is when the boss says good, they say ah sir then that's not in my job description no. it's good we are knowing you for something already A stickler for job description now i'm not saying you should always go outside of your job description but let me tell you this every time more is demanded on you right or demanded from you it is because more is seen in you And so you must ensure you grow your capacity to undo that which has been expected of you. Because if you pay attention, it's not everybody they expect more from. So if they're expecting more from you, it's because the person expecting more from you, is seeing something in you that you may have not seen in yourself. So instead of trying to shy away from that responsibility, you should go back to your closet and say, for this person to be making this demand, it must be that they are seeing something in me that I'm not seeing in myself. So what do I need to do to expand my capacity? So be deliberate about your perception. Are you seen as a professional or as an amateur? Are you seen as a veteran or a greenhorn? A proactive person or someone who is laid back? Are you being seen as being diligent or lethargic? Are you being perceived as a latecomer, right? Or someone who is serious-minded, who takes their work seriously? Are you being perceived in the marketplace as a loyal or a disloyal person? a giver or a taker a plus factor or a minus only you can answer that question right only you can and how you'll be able to answer that question is how they have been treating you how the marketplace has been treating you are you hearing what i'm saying this morning people treat you the way they perceive you you cannot be treated as a pauper if you are perceived as a king and vice versa are you hearing what i'm saying and you cannot be treated as a king if you are perceived as a pauper or as a peasant people treat you is a reflection of how they are passing It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. If your perception has been, you know, competent, more will be entrusted into your hands. If your perception has been, uh, uh, able to manage resources, more resources will be committed into your hands. Successful people consciously, in the marketplace, consciously create their own perception. They consciously create it. They want people to see them in a different light and so they sit down you know they, you know, they are even consultants for these things you have PR organizations you see that sometimes you know corporate organizations will uh, you know that we engage certain organizations and they will say you know what in the time space of so and so you know we, we, we want to push out some things that will make people see see us in a different light years ago uh, one of the planes that crashed in nigeria is here, right while people still flying it, they had to do a lot to repair that you know perception even though some people see have that perception i have a friend that will never if that's the only plane left for the camera we will not fly anyway. <laughs> never i think recently there was even a news that they had to do an emergency landing so i said i said it <laughs> and the crash happened like almost 10 years ago you see but that perception is still there in some people's heart. that simply tells you that once a perception is formed it is very difficult to conform to change are you hearing what i'm saying so you have to be deliberate about your perception a couple of days or you see weeks ago one of the musical artists in nigeria you see him raising money I, I was telling one of our leaders i said that money is going to give it to me. i knew it was that was what he was going to do even before he said it i knew where that was going it's a perception game it's a perception game and don't be surprised that you will see that they will come up with something next week. Is this thing is systematic there is it's deliberate you don't know that ah, they are just raising money no there was something behind it it's a perception game now he, he you know he has a bigger place in people's hearts that oh this guy is this and you see so the question is you as an individual how are you creating a conscious perception in the presence on the side of your boss In the sight of your clients, what perception are you creating? It's very important. It's very important, and you have to ask yourself about it and create a strategy for it. How do I want to be seen in the marketplace? How do I want to be seen? Because we are already being seen in a particular way. I told you some weeks ago. I was talking with, you know, you know, a a, a CEO. And I was asking about, you know, his employees and stuff like that. That I'm privileged to know. And now we said that this person is a charity case. Remember, I said that. You see, so that person was already being perceived as charity. As charity. You may be surprised, or maybe you will not be surprised. Some of you too might be perceived that way. Like they are just keeping you on the job as a form of CSR, corporate social responsibility. At least let's feed another family. Let's just keep him or her on the job at least this person if you pay this paycheck it should feed two or three more people is that why you are employed or is it because you are adding value to the organization you need to ask yourself and be honest with yourself so how do people perceive you and the question second question is how do you want people to perceive you if you are currently being perceived the way you want people to perceive you fine fantastic glory to god (laughs) but if that is not the way you want to be perceived then you have to be deliberate about how you want to be perceived how do you want to be perceived how do you want to be perceived you see there are a couple of factors that influence your perception that influence your perception that influence your perception you see someone like um, Ruth how did Ruth right how was she able to marry Boaz some people will say oh it's because the mother-in-law which is true the mother-in-law Naomi told her go to the uh, place where the man will be position yourself strategically it is true I also say that strategically positioning as a woman praise the Lord these house who don't believe a woman should act out the man but we believe in strategic proposition because we only believe the Bible and nothing else not culture, not tradition, nothing else, praise the Lord but you see the reason why that worked was because Boaz already had about her if you study that passage of scripture the Bible says Boaz said to her I have heard what people have said about you how you treated your mother-in-law how when well she lost everything and you came back to the city how you took care of her you did not call her a witch you did not call her husband and children killer but you took care of. He had something, so there was already a perception. The second perception was that Boaz already saw as a hard-working woman, because you see, the only person referred to in the Bible, man, check it, I'm a student of scripture, the only person in the Bible refers to as a mighty man of wealth is Boaz. That's the only man. So even Jesus chose a lineage he came through. praise the Lord. <laughs> so if you were not raised from a wealthy family, you better create one for the children some perpetrating poverty, praise the Lord but you see, even the decisions some of us are making we are, it's obvious we are very good conscious of that you want to hand over the things your parents handed over to you you're not to give your children a better future for the shame, praise the Lord so you see, the Bible says that Boaz was the mighty man of us so this guy was looking for somebody that was diligent not a slave queen, not a slave mama not someone that would seem pretty to be taken care of praise the Lord I don't know where people got that mindset from, but I strongly believe one of it is failed parenting. Failed parenting. That most ladies nowadays just want to see pretty for a guy to take care of them. Should a man take care of his wife? Of course. I believe that with everything that is within me. But should a woman be lazy? Never one of the things my mom exemplified growing up and she always jumped even before I became aware of what marriage was my mom would tell me being the only son at the last child, is said, i can never marry a lazy woman never marry a lazy woman a lazy woman is not welcomed in this family never never she drummed it into my ear such that hey, i see a lazy woman you repel me immediately no matter if you should be dripping beauty like this that beauty evaporates the moment i notice you have a strong work ethic cares about your beauty the bible says that beauty is a vain thing it dissipates over time it dissipates over time so if you're always working on your body and you have no time for your brain that body will soon become useless it's only a matter of time people are not paid for their looks they are paid for the value they are able to bring to the marketplace am I making sense this morning and he said that's a strong perception to create Who said I have heard of you what did he hear you see, do you think if it was just any woman that went to lay by his leg, uh, his feet, and he woke up, you think it was just one rascal woman? Ah, who are you? People tell them to arrest her. They said, Don't worry, I know what to do. I get the message. Don't worry. Before anybody wakes up, before they see you, go back, tell your mother, I've gotten the message. I'm coming back. I'll ask for your hand in marriage. If he didn't ask for the hand of a liability, he asked for the hand of an asset. Guys, are you listening to me? God will marry one fine problem, give him a, a fine problem, I won't mention the problem, <laughs> praise the Lord, you see Daniel too, Daniel when a new king came into the empire and took over the existing empire, you know what that? You say is, uh, 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 I've forgotten the name of that king, he was in his palace, the Bible says you saw the hand of God writing on the wall and you see, he was confused, and everybody in this empire told him there is only one person that can tell you the brain of this his name is Daniel he's in your empire go and look for him reputation perception at that point Daniel was no longer in the government of the administration but they had to look for him why because of perception 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 somebody hear what I'm saying this morning I want you to look at your neighbor and say neighbor are you being perceived look at another person say, new neighbor <laughs> are you being perceived very important why did the queen of Sheba why did she come to check Solomon out the bible says the queen of Sheba said I have had I have had and when she came she said ah half was not even told me that I had it simply means that when people eventually experience with the expression be greater than the perception perception should not be greater than experience and that's unfortunately the case for many people today in this age of social media in this stage in this age of photo editing in this stage of brush, what people see when they eventually meet you is far lower than what they've seen online you see some people in real life and you'll be wondering ah who are you and <laughs> what's <laughs> Oh, like that pigs <laughs> praise the lord just kidding so what are the factors that influence your perception number one is appearance appearance goes a long way why did joseph have to why did he have to work on his appearance before appearing before Pharaoh? question did pharaoh know the uh, pharaoh uh, uh um know right that he was coming from the prison yes did joseph present himself as a prisoner no Many of us say this? Like, you know, ah, it is where I am. More people should accept me. The yeah, marketplace does not care about who you are. It's not care about who you are. Or if you want to go for interview, you say, Ah, I have done work before. Now, When do they expect me to get the suit? Ah, you will not get that again. I am mean, telling you now in advance, you won't get it. So, where do they expect me to get? That's not the business of the marketplace because they expect that you should have been raised well. That every normal adult male should have a suit, at least a blue a normal environment i hear what i'm saying so if you don't know i am telling you now know. as a man whether you are looking for a job or you're a business person there are certain things i spoke about that to the single you know at the singles dinner as a man there are things that should be in your wardrobe number one you should have a gray suit and a navy blue suit even if you don't have any other one you will need it and you should have a tuxedo for evening wear when they invite you to dinner you don't wear a bad idea i hear what i'm saying do you wear a t-shirt are you hearing what I'm saying? What's this going a long way? So they invite you to a place where should have been the catalyst to your breakthrough, and you appear somehow. You see, the people that show up with the first thing they see when they look at you is what's this person doing here? Do you understand what I'm saying? And the moment people see you that way, it is very difficult for them to be an instrument for your lifting. Yeah, Who invited this person? What's this person doing here? Of the things i always do you know by privilege anytime i'm privileged to invite her to speak somewhere i always ask what's the dress code what's the dress code what's the dress code what's it i'm always asked i don't want to ask you honestly i know that the ones that invited me they may invite you i not invite you again because you violated the appearance code are you hearing what i'm saying there are places where you can wear jeans to there are places even if they say it's a dress down meeting we dare not wear jeans too. Do you understand? I mean, that I like Udi looking casually. You now, are Udi, and now I want to talk to 60, 70 year old people. They will not even hear you. The Udi will become a distraction. Say, ah, gangster. Go so <laughs> you know, who, you know, who is this rascal? They will not receive any anointing because we have violated the dress code appearance. Or, 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 uh, the appearance code. I hear what I'm saying. Number one, appear, uh, infre- um factor influencing perception is appearance, number two is performance 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 are you competent or do you do your work in a shoddy way how you do your work right informs or determines how you are perceived how you do your work how you do your work give your work your best no matter what they tell you to do no matter how small the responsibility is if you are faithful in a little thing jesus tells us he says you will he didn't say, no, no, he didn't even say you will. He said, it that is faithful in a little thing is faithful in a big thing. You see, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. According to scriptural standard, you say, and you can't know yourself more than the one that created you. So it was Jesus that said that. You better believe it. You better believe it. That's why the one talent was taken away from that guy that didn't multiply. Because even if he had been given a million talents, he would still have wasted it. will still have wasted it it will still have wasted it because how you do one thing is how you do everything number three is your character number three factor influencing your perception in the marketplace is your character your character your character your character what do people say about you what do people say about you what's your character character matters character matters Apostle Paul was writing to his son Timothy I think that should be is it 1st Timothy or 2nd Timothy chapter 2 he said the things that you have heard of me he said commit the same to faithful men that be able. character comes before competence in God's equation are you hearing what I'm saying? character comes first can you be trusted? Are you honest? Justice comes first. You see, no matter how thank God for competence, it's part of the factors influencing your perception. But after displaying competence, when people come in contact with you and they work with you, and they realize they can't trust you, they stop working with you. I hear what I'm saying. Something is ten thousand. You add one zero, it becomes one hundred thousand. You know, say what it is. You say ah just be, be a person of character praise the lord number four factor influencing perception is reputation reputation that is what people are saying what people say matters what people say about you matters don't be ignorant saying i don't care about what people say about me. You. you should care about what people are saying about you it is ignorant people that talk like that, people who have no understanding about life works that say such nonsense. I don't care what people think about me. You should care. If Jesus, the Son of God, cared about what people thought about him. You should care. In fact, you should create a survey form and pass to your colleagues at work. Huh? <laughs> well, start with your boss. The answer will let you know if you are on the blacklist of those that are going to be fired after they've given you Christmas bonus. <laughs> So just uh, you know in january you know in the new year we are trying to do new things and we believe that in this new dispensation you know certain people might not be here. we appreciate you for what you have done but at this point we don't want to thank you know, before you receive that kind of letter you better find out find out how you i'm always amazed at how people do you know relate with clients you do a job no matter what it is you're doing and they don't ask for feedbacks don't ever assume you satisfy the client never it's in the place of asking for feedback that you will even get you know what you need to improve on the next client that you are going to do that thing for don't just assume you did a good job don't just assume that the fact that somebody is smiling when you are delivering the job means they are happy they may be smiling ah i'm a waste of rubbish ah how could i be so stupid Ah, (laughs) i'm a stupid man ah i wasted money ah they may be smiling never interpret smiling as satisfaction are you hearing what i'm saying ask 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 and keep asking you see it is better to hear on the side of over asking than not to ask at all last thing we have factor influencing perception is your work ethic. your work ethic your work ethic it matters a lot number 16 reason why people lose good jobs and clients are we blessed this morning number 16 is that they act unprofessionally Mm-mm they act unprofessionally they act unprofessionally they act unprofessionally psalms 49 and verse 20 psalms 49 and verse 20 the bible says a man that is in honor and does not understand the bible says is like the beast of the field that perishes for every profession for every responsibility there is a way you must believe again what i'm saying being a pastor has automatically cut me off from doing certain things for the rest of my life. To so act otherwise would be stupidity. You say no I, I, I can't kill myself oh, 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 okay yourself. because that work will not work in your hands. Some of us don't realize that there are certain things you are doing and there are certain even being a Christian alone has cut you off from certain things. To so act otherwise is to be unprofessional in the kingdom. I hear what i'm saying People lose good jobs and friends because they don't even you see there is a way a manager must be you see some people are very good at their job but you know the reason why they are never promoted they are unprofessional so the person that should promote them knows that this person will be him his colleague will never respect him if they don't respect him they will not be able to get his job because he's so unprofessional he's so unprofessional you see so one of the ways to rise to the next level in the marketplace, especially for those of us that are young people, find out the code of conduct for the level you want to be promoted to, and begin to behave that way. Find out how people dress. That's one of the things that will get you noticed. So for instance, let's use the banking, the banking sector now, as an illustration. You don't expect, you know, the tellers when you go, you, know, you don't see tellers wearing jackets, do you? you just wear shirts, tie, you know. But have you seen a manager that does not wear suit? Even if they are not wearing it at that point, they wear it to the office. somebody can't somewhere they are. You want to be noticed? You you start wearing as a teller. You start wearing suit work. Your colleagues will laugh at the people that we are wearing so what's happening? Let them keep laughing. But the people that matter, they are noticing. You hear what I'm saying? You dress for your next level, not for where you are professional. A man that I'm always reminded of, who lost his destiny and his life because of lack of professionalism is Amnon. Amnon. Second Samuel chapter 13. Maybe we should go there. Second Samuel chapter 13. I read this scripture as a student and it just blessed me. It, 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 it. changed the wiring and the setting of my brain. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 13. Second Samuel chapter 13. From verse 11 okay let me just give us a background story Amnon was um, the crown prince of Israel he was meant to be king after David but you see the bible says that they came and became you know attracted sexually right 13 chapter 13 chapter 13 not chapter 11 chapter 13 verse 11 right and he became attracted to his half-sister tamar and the bible says his cousin gave him a strategy for now to sleep with the sister so the bible says that he was going to carry out that strategy verse 11 and when she had brought them that is cake unto him to eat they took hold of her and said to her come lie with me my sister and she answered no my brother do not force me what did she say next let's read out together for no such thing ought to be done in Israel. Don't do what? This folly, that is this foolishness. That is, in Israel, there's a way to behave. Don't you now talk of a crown prince? A crown prince should not be raping girls. If you read further down, she said, even though your sister, he said, if you walk to the king and say that I want my sister, even the king can't you know, be told me from you. Because we are as good as the king the only thing left is the passage of time there are privileges the king has that you also have he says so for you to do this to rape me is unprofessional let's be further down verse 13. he says and i with shall I cause my shame to go and as for you what will happen you shall be as one of the fools in israel from a crown prince to a fool you see he should have reset his brain. But well, unfortunately, he was thinking with, it, thinking with his private His brain was no longer working. Eventually, what happened? He actually became a fool He died the death of a fool Because he didn't understand professionalism. That the fact that I am in this position, there is a way, there are things demanded of me. And the truth is, you know, for the responsibility that I have, there are certain clothes I can never wear. I don't see anything wrong in it. It's not a sin. I think I've told that before i can't wait because of the, you know and it was one day i was having a conversation with our spiritual mom and she just told me said you know you, you can't do that i said wow i said oh, this is, well, I ah this was by. i understood what she was saying i understood what she was saying there is a way you present yourself and the you command honor if your position is a position of honor you better carry yourself with that honor before you lose the honor Does somebody hear what i'm saying act professionally or else we keep losing good jobs you see many of us don't know the jobs we have lost because we are still on the same spot you don't know maybe you should have been promoted two times or three times this year but because you are you see if you are the person always making everybody laugh during work hours you can never rise in your industry. because it's not a comedian they need at the next level it is somebody that can deliver results they will like you but they can't promote you are you hearing what I'm saying? he's unprofessional every time radical <laughs> are laughing ah but you will stay on that spot for a very long time in fact they can keep you on that spot so that you'll be keeping them making them laugh i hear what i'm saying except you are in the comic industry the cardinal purpose of the establishment of the organization is not to make people happy and to entertain them it's to produce certain results. certain non-professional um, behaviors you must avoid gossip gossip some of you anytime something there is a telltale in the office your name always comes up Ah, it was Shadé that said, ah, it was Dupe that said, your name is always showing up. Why? Why? You are shooting yourself in the foot without knowing. Don't be a peddler of evil reports. My mom would always say when I was growing up, she said, that it is not from your mouth, they should hear that the teacher is dead. Let someone be the bearer of evil reports. It should not be you. It should not be you. It should not be you. That's why uh, this woman, the queen mother, was counselling her son, right? In Proverbs thirty and thirty-one, he said, "My son, my son, oh he uh, uh, said, oh, oh, son of my womb." He says, "Do not give your strength to that which destroys kings." Going back to acting on professionalism, so he said, "Don't take wine." He said, "It's not that it's a sin, as it were." Even though it's here, oh, for so us week, not to you to what i can. Are you hearing what I'm supposed to say? Pastor says, no, you. So we can be drinking. You cannot be drinking, especially by water. By catching you off, it's wrong law. And I mean it, I'm not joking. It's wrong law. Because you're supposed to be an ambassador of the kingdom. You can't, you, you, you can't be in stup- You invite someone to church yesterday. we now see you the next day It's That's a, Is this what they do your church? <laughs> it's a Lord. To heart's professional. Act professional, act professional, some unprofessional behaviors, gossip. Number two, consistently taking permission to be off war is unprofessional. Today you he is heading Tomorrow is cram. The after tomorrow is you want to bury your grandmother. No, 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 it's taking permission off war. is unprofessional. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Is the after tomorrow we have revival in our church? That's why you see, let me tell you this, how many people, you know, skilled professionals do you see in those circles? where they always have 40 days VG? How many professionals do you see there? These traders that you see in such places? Because how will you be productive? You do 40 days VG at a stretch! Every night! So you go to work, you are not doing invisible balls. But You should be producing results. Go to do beach, that's fine, but it cannot now be a consistent thing after 40 days. One month break, you do another 70 days. VG. Ah. How many beaches did even Jesus do? So, what they are saying is the devil is more powerful than you because he has the ability to keep you awake. And the Bible says he gives his beloved sleep, so if they are not sleeping. The question is, Are you his beloved? Habitually so, arriving and delivering late is unprofessional unprofessional always getting to work late without the client i will deliver today we are delivering two days later do now switch off your phone he you said i don't like it when i'm under pressure i don't like people calling me on. i will give them they should not just call me why <laughs> we give them you now switch off the phone <laughs> continue dressing in a way that's not appropriate for your industry is not professional but that you are at work or up imagine you want to go for a something kind of operation Ah, uh, Or maybe not you, maybe a relative, and you're about to move the messenger to the theater. And you see the surgeon with a 24 karat, 5 inches thick gold chain. Okay. How confident are you for you in that surgical operation? Uh, I say, You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. <laughs> the surgeon's gonna be successful. You know what I'm saying? ah, I need a whole new one. Or you enter an airplane everybody has everybody's already sit, seated and you now see your pilot come out of the cockpit saggy, with ripped jeans ah oh <laughs> what is the next available no flight, please oh come down straight. the person might be the best pilot in the world has ever seen but that appearance is unprofessional let me tell you this the people perceive as being unprofessional of the, truth, the unprofessional. and there is an amount of money that never Never ever talk stupid that all. See, forget all these ideology of these woke generations. that you know, it's not about what you wear, it's about what we assume. The same for the movies. See, there are all those people there, even the all these tech Are you in there? I believe they don't wear suit. There are places that they have to enter that they have to wear suit. Forget about it there are places they have to when zuckerberg went on to visit the before maybe he borrowed it maybe they bought it for him or whatever he had to wear a suit when he wanted to go into the white house he had to wear one and let me tell you these girls are decision makers when they appeared in court about the you know uh manipulation and everything he had to wear a suit or else one stroke of the pen can wreck his billions you know the government after god on the earth is the government they can see that from even though you started this. Many of us don't know such things. Just wait, 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 wait. It doesn't matter. It matters. And the people that are decision makers who never have be their professional before, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for the seed of your word that has been stored in this life and has past.